This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, some employees at the Bureau of Land Management will be eligible for buyouts as the agency plans a move out west. Many agencies are falling behind on paying back loans they received from the Technology Modernization Fund. Meanwhile, agencies continue buying more IT products than ever before. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 156 Bureau of Land Management employees who were tapped for relocation are eligible for an early retirement or buyout. BLM says employees have until January 17th to apply for a voluntary early retirement authority or voluntary separation incentive payment. BLM will offer the maximum payment of $25,000. The agency says it does not have a clear count on how many employees have accepted relocation to Colorado or other western states employees had until december 12th to decide the government accountability office will review blm's relocation the house natural resources committee says gao has agreed to look at how it handled the plan move to grand junction colorado the committee asked blm five separate times for its cost-benefit analysis of the move but received no reply Committee Chairman Raul Grijalva says he may consider a subpoena if BLM does not turn over more information about its rationale for the relocation. Agency chief financial officers and their staff say their mission in recent years has grown beyond just financial management. A survey of 200 federal financial officials conducted by Grant Thornton and the Association of Government Accountants found some CFOs have been tasked with data management projects mandated under the Foundations for Evidence-Based Policymaking Act. CFOs who took part in the survey also identified recruiting and hiring, budget uncertainty, and adopting new technology as their top challenges. Forget about paying back the principal. These agencies can't even pay back the fees for their technology loans. Here's Federal News Network's Tom Temin with more. Agencies are spending more money on government-wide contracts than ever before. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. Jimmy Stewart, who was performing the duties of Defense Undersecretary for Personnel and Readiness, resigned on Friday. Stewart was also confirmed as the Assistant Secretary for Manpower and Reserve Affairs. Matthew Donovan, Undersecretary of the Air Force, will take over the Personnel and Readiness position in an acting role. The job has only been filled once under the Trump administration, when current Department of Veterans Affairs Secretary Robert Wilkie held the position from November 2017 to July 2018. The Air Force is looking to online schoolhouses to keep its ranks up to date on cyber skills. The plan is to employ a service to deliver cyber training to airmen. It will also give them a chance to take their training past the basics and try their hand at building code. Airmen may find the apps they use for work will be getting faster soon. The Air Force is doing a review of what it takes to access and complete actions on its apps. Air Force Deputy Chief Information Officer Bill Marion says there is a redundant cybersecurity in apps and portals that are frustrating airmen as they try to do their jobs. The service is also looking at how many clicks it takes to complete an action in an app. Nationwide, average military housing allowances will go up in 2020, but as Federal News Network's Jared Serber reports, there's a huge variation from place to place. 
Multiple agencies were targeted in a harvesting campaign designed to steal login details from their government procurement services. The cybersecurity company Anomaly says attackers spoof sites for multiple international government departments, email services, and two courier services. The Energy, Commerce, and Veterans Affairs Department were all included in the attack. The National Institutes of Health is seeking feedback from its employees on cybersecurity challenges. The agency's Center for IT has launched a cyber safety awareness campaign as part of the Department of Health and Human Services' Reimagine HHS effort. More than 100 NIH employees have volunteered to help brainstorm effective cyber practices. Stacy Album, the deputy director of NIH's Center for IT, said the campaign looks to break down communication barriers between the agency's frontline employees and its IT shop. And Senator Ron Johnson wants to give the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency more power to hold Internet service providers accountable. He introduced a bill to give CISA legal tools to notify private and public sector entities about cybersecurity vulnerabilities in the networks and systems that control critical assets in the U.S. Under the legislation, CISA would be able to subpoena ISPs to get them to provide the federal or non-federal organization at risk of a cyber attack. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. (music) 